1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another edition of the DFS OGs podcast here on RotoGriners.com. Getting you all set for an ugly, cold, windy, rainy, snowy week 16 and an interesting slate here. We got Christmas coming up. So we got Thursday night, full slate on Saturday, and then a three gamer Sunday. So we'll cover every single game as always from a betting perspective. Speaking of betting, head over to BetMGM, the fine sponsor here of the show. Promo code is grinders. That'll get you a risk free bet up to $1,000. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, uh, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And we're going to be utilizing scoresandodds.com here on the screen, giving you all the different lines, totals, and of course, our favorite bets of the week. Let me bring in my boys, Head Chopper and Notorious. Noto, we'll start with you this week. Week 15 in the books. Week 16. I don't know about you, and I don't know if you've looked at this, but. Probably the ugliest slate of the week. I believe eight totals under 40 here this week. So we'll talk weather as well. But how was week 15? How are we doing, my man?
2: Yeah, just getting back from New Orleans. So uh, I, this will be a true first look for me. Uh, I haven't even looked at the games, the spreads or anything. Uh, and maybe it'll be better for it because i am officially one game below 500 on the season. So got to get that back up there. But yeah, New Orleans was a lot of fun. Uh, none of the guys I was rooting for ended up. Finishing that well, but uh, yeah, Cal had you know his whole family out there. He had nine seats between the two different finals. Um, pretty incredible, and met a lot of people out there that listen to this show, which I was pretty surprised about, including uh, you know, Cal's wife, Sheena, or girlfriend. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, her dad listens to the show, and uh, he got a kick
1: out of us calling her my wingman last week. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. Awesome, yep, Cal, good dude, man. Love Cal. So glad you had a good time out there. Let's get the chop joining us from snowy texas it looks like uh, on the side of the ski hill so chop my man week 15 in the books how was it how are we doing today
3: uh we're doing good today i'm recovered from week 15 it was it was terrible It was probably the worst one of the year but uh it happens and you just gotta bounce back so when it's wednesday we record this that happened on sunday you know 72 hours that's that's typical bounce back zone for a bad a terrible dfs week it tell it usually takes about 48 hours but uh yeah, the, the FanDuel ran their big contest. You know, two hundred and fifty per entry for the millionaire. You know, I did terrible on that. It's it's crazy because you pick any random week during the year, I, I might win it. You know, I could have won it. I've had some good weeks on FanDuel, and then you pick that week, and it was maybe my worst week. So you end up losing it, and that's the heaviest I play. So you just got to deal with all that and uh, and bounce back from it. What really stings, I can dig I can dig. Losing DFS, it's happened. We've been in this thing for, I don't know what, fifteen years now, something long, like long that. Long
1: time, bro. Yeah, time.
3: I, I know how that feels. What stings the worst? What really hurts is when you lose that season long, oh. man. and when you when you lose it in the first on the first play of the first game of the slate, when JT goes down, and you know, oh man, I'm I'm done. I put together number one seed. I put on all this work all year long. I was the best. And then you're gonna lose it like that. Mm, that's hard to get over, man. I'm I'm as you can see, I might not I, I still might not be over
1: it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some bad beats in here myself for a season long. And I don't know if he gives a damn about season long teams, but I shit you not. I lost two playoff matchups, one by 0.2, one by 0.45. So and oh. it opposite of you, you're started out shitty. Mine, I had Christian Watson on both teams, needed about 10 points. And that towards the end, just not catching that ball, not getting in the end zone, not looking for the pass at the end. All I needed was him to catch one more pass and come up short. So it it happens. We've all been on the good side, the bad side of things. So we'll move forward here to week 16. Last week, eight and seven combined on the best bet. So you, you want a little bit of money. Uh, you guys sitting a little bit below 500, so we'll get that. Uh rectified here this week. I am sitting at 44 and 26 on the season. So hope to stay hot here with the picks. All right, let's jump in. Thursday night football, Jacksonville and the Jets. Uh, Jets opened up one and a half point favorites. That's where they stayed. The big line movement, though, is in the totals. And we're going to see a lot of this here uh, throughout the show. This thing opened up at 43, all the way down to 36 and a half. Got the latest weather reports here from Kevin Roth. We'll mix those in. And he says cold and wet for Thursday night football temps in the forties, but a steady rain, 10 to 15 mile per hour wind, just ugly weather expects us to have a big impact on the passing game. Of course. So chop, will stay with you here. So we started out with an ugly game. There's going to be a lot of these uh, throughout this show, uh, Jags and jets here, Jacksonville. We got to give them props last week, getting the big win against your Cowboys. So feel free to speak on that. I see Noto happy over there about that one, but, uh, Thursday Night Football, what do you got here to leave us uh, off?
3: Yeah, it was a good win by the Jags last week. They're hot. I mean, or a bad say? loss
1: by the Cowboys. Hey, I they didn't have to ride that
2: ball. Didn't have to ride the ball. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. It was
3: uh, a uh, – yeah, the Cowboys – listen, well, how, are the Cowboys on the main slate? I can talk about them then if they are, but – They are
1: we, playing Philly on the – Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: they evolution. are. I'll talk about them then, but – it was a good win by the Jags. You got to give them credit, man. They were down 27-10, and they bounced back and they and they came back strong there uh, about midway through the third quarter. So, uh, but I'm thinking maybe maybe that was like a little bit too of a, too much. What we've, we've talked about, you know, uh, the way the things change and the perception of game by game, and you can you can't ride that can't stay that hot, stay that high for too long in the NFL. It'll knock you down and then vice versa. Well, Jags are coming in on cloud nine. The Jets, not so much. So I think that reverses roles this week. And I think the uh, Jets, you know, the Jets last week, what they wanted, what they have to do was that they have to try to run. They have to run the ball, right? Like he's just not that good. So they have to run the ball. They just couldn't run against Detroit last week. But then you start digging into Detroit a little bit, and we can talk about them later on. But since they came off their bye week, they've been maybe the best team against the run all uh, since, that, since that point. They're shutting everybody down. So now we get the Jags. So now I think they can run a little more. And you got that weather. They're going to have to run. I think I'm going to lean Jets
1: here. All right, let's go to the Jacksonville fan here amongst us. Big win uh, for your boys. Now hitting the road, ugly weather. What are we expecting here, Noto, out of your Jaguars in New York?
2: Yeah, so all of a sudden, Jags have a 44% chance to make the playoffs. And uh, honestly, it doesn't matter that much this week because they should be able to pick up a win against the Texans next week. And then it's likely going to come down to that final game against the Titans for the division. But, um, you know, having this one would certainly be big. And uh, I'm going to keep up with the trend. Whenever I bet against my team on this show, they end up uh, surprising me and end up winning. Uh, except last week. That was, I think, the first time uh, I picked them and they ended up you know, covering the spread. But I'm going to go with the Jets. I just don't trust the Jags on the road. Cold weather. They haven't had a lot of cold weather games just so far this season. You mentioned the Jets' defense. I think they can slow down Lawrence a little bit. Don't trust Zach Wilson. But uh, like Chop said, I think they can get the running game going a little bit in
1: this one. Yeah, I'm in lockstep with you guys here. I think Jacksonville coming off that high, maybe you see a letdown here in New York. I I just trust that Jets defense out of any unit in this game uh, more than anything else. So uh, I think that's the way I would go. No best bets on this one, but uh, I'm with you guys. I think the Jets uh, is the play. All right, let's move to Christmas Eve. So again, if you haven't looked at things, Saturday uh, is the big slate of games. We do have the three-gamer on Christmas Day, Sunday, and we still have the Monday night game. but Saturday. Uh, Going to be where all the action is. So let's start with Giants, Vikings of first. Minnesota opened up four point favorites. It's come down to three and a half. This one we do have a big total in forty eight, no So one of one of the few big totals. So this one uh, will be circled uh, by the DFS crowd uh, this week. But uh, two teams still squarely in the mix. Minnesota pretty much locked in can still claim one of those top two seeds. Giants still kind of fighting uh, for one of those wild card spots. So. Giants, impressive win last week. Can they do it again here? And how about those Vikings? I mean, what that comeback, I mean, absolutely incredible. 33-0 at halftime. Come all the way back, biggest comeback in, in NFL history. So, uh, it lost Matt Ryan his job. We'll, we'll talk some Colts when we get to Monday Night Football. But uh, Vikings riding high, Giants riding high. How does this play out, Noto?
2: Yeah, so uh, I don't have legal sports betting here in Utah, so I was uh, taking advantage of it when I was in New Orleans. Uh, bet on the Vikings money line, thought it was gone. Uh, and checked it at halftime. They were plus 2,700 uh, on the money line at halftime. you
1: hit it again?
2: I did not. Um, Unfortunately, I did not. But, uh, yeah, I was happy that uh, they obviously came back and won the game. And then the Giants, I mean, how lucky could they get? They called the penalty on McLaurin at the end of that game when he, you know, asked the ref if he was lined up correctly. And then uh, they don't get the penalty on the pass interference on the next play. So that game probably should have gone into overtime. Uh, they still continue to get lucky with the turnover d- differential. These are two teams that are probably the most overperforming teams in the league, but uh, I'll trust the Vikings at home, and I will lock them in as my first best bet.
1: All right, best bet for Noto. Let's go to Chop. I'm, I'm with you on the Vikings. I, I don't feel good about them as a best bet, but I agree. Uh, these disappointing teams, in in air quotes here, they both have, have decent records, but I think the Vikings are uh, the way to go here. Just hope they didn't. Wasn't too high of a high last week, uh, and they come stumbling down. I just think out of these two, they are the better team. So I'll lean Minnesota. Nodo's got a best bet locked in. Chop, what are you doing here? Giants, Vikings.
3: Uh, I don't see a best bet, although I do like the Vikings also, uh, along with Notorious. But I just I don't want to do best bet just because uh, Giants just find a way to stay around hang around these games, even when they really shouldn't. So. And that was a hell of a comeback. So you got to be feeling a little bit proud of yourself going into this week. And and so I'm just not sure that their mental, uh, you know, state of mind is going to be the best to start off this game. So I definitely lean the Vikings. Just, just I'm just not going to lock them in.
1: All right, let's move on. Next game. We got New Orleans and Cleveland Browns opened up three point favorites. That's come down to two and a half. Uh, Another low total. In fact, Lowest total, you said 15 years, Chop. This is the lowest total I can remember ever. I mean, this this thing is below the Army-Navy total, 32 and a half in this one. So the weather in Cleveland, supposed to snow pregame, temps in the teens, but we're talking 20, 30 mile an hour sustained winds, gusts up to 40. So obviously passes, field goals are going to be rough here, but 32 and a half, Chop. I mean, this is about as ugly as it gets here between these two
3: you know um, maybe maybe i saved myself a little bit of uh you know uh, mental anguish by not making the uh the finals in the in the season long league cuz you'd have some you have some serious decisions to make on some of your star players this week with some of this weather and this is definitely one of these games right here i'm going to lock in the browns uh just because i don't see how andy dalton and and the saints go out there and i don't see how they move the ball at all i just i like they're not even giving Kamara – a fair chance. I don't know what's wrong with Kamara. He's playing like coming off bye week should be healthy. He's playing like 65, 60% of something, some six percent of the snaps. I don't know. They're not giving him a fair shot. And so uh in this in this particular weather, I trust Deshaun Watson to make the better decisions and to find the right people, short passes to guys who can make plays like Injoku. And if there's a running game that you want to depend on in this weather even if Chubb is banged up, they still have Kareem Hunt. It's definitely the Browns running game. So I'm locking in the Browns best bet.
1: I'm with you. Cleveland best bet number one for me as well. They were good to us uh, last week. I believe all three of us uh, were on the Cleveland Browns last week. So I'm going right back to the well. Now the the number, it feels a little trappy. This is what makes me nervous is why is this number so low? Cleveland is clearly the better team, at least in my opinion. I agree with everything you say. Chubb sounds optimistic uh, that he will play, but Advantage Watson over Dalton. Advantage Cleveland running game. Advantage Cleveland defense over New Orleans, uh, in my opinion. And they're the home team. Sign me up for Cleveland here. Just hope we're not stepping into a trap here with, with this two-and-a-half-point line. But best bet number one for me uh, on the board here as well with the Cleveland Browns. no, are we making it back-to-back weeks, uh, all three of us on the Cleveland Browns?
2: Yeah, make it three for three on the locks. Uh, I'm going with the Browns here. You just get an indoor team, outdoors. And this is pretty much an elimination game for both teams. Now, they're both really long shots to begin with. I think the Saints right now have a 2% chance to win the division. Browns have a 1% chance to make the playoffs. So um, both teams likely out of the playoff picture. But, uh, yeah, I kind of like what we saw from Watson. He looked a little bit better each and every week. And, uh, yeah, just bad weather for an indoor team. I don't like that. So give me the Browns.
1: All right, next up, the red-hot Detroit Lions uh, right back in the mix uh, of the playoff race sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven. Carolina 5-9. and I uh, believe they control their own destiny uh, in the division. So, big game for both of these teams. Lions opened up two-and-a-half-point favorites. That has stayed steady. Total has gone from 44-and-a-half down to 44. So, no, no, big game here. Uh, Detroit's uh, been good to us here. I'm locking in the Lions uh, as my next best bet here. I just think they're the much better team. I know Carolina, a lot to play for here, but uh, so do the Lions. It's been a long time since we've seen them uh, in the playoffs. I know Jared Goff kind of struggles on the road a little bit, but they're playing with confidence. Their defense is actually playing well. I I probably would lean an under here as well. I think it's more of an ugly game like we saw uh, in New York last week, but I'm going with the Lions uh, once again here as road favorites. Noto, are you joining me? you on the Carolina side. Are you abstaining here, Lions, Panthers?
2: Yeah, this is a pretty clear abstain for me. I mean, these are two of the better teams in the last uh, you know six weeks or so. I think both teams are going to be able to run the ball pretty uh, well, and I think it's just going to come down to quarterback play, and I don't really trust either of them. Uh, maybe trust Goff a little bit more than Darnold, but, yeah, I think it'll be a good game, and, uh, yeah, I'll just watch this one from the
1: sidelines. All right, weather in this one, temps uh, around freezing. So cold down there in Carolina, but no crazy wind or anything. So, one of the few outdoor non weather issues here this week. Chop, Lions, Panthers, big game here in the NFC playoff race.
3: Yeah, might be foolish, but I'm going to lock in the Lions here. Uh, Just because of what I mentioned earlier. So, some of the things, some of the things I, you know, the big time running, running backs that they face since coming out of their bye week. Well, last night, Zonovan, Zonovan night last week, 13 carries, 23 yards. Dalvin cook, 15 carries, 23 yards. Etienne got 54. Oh, great. Saquon, 15 carries, 22 yards. They are shutting down quality running backs. So what is the, what is the Panthers? Like they're probably at their best when they can, when they can get foreman rolling and, have a good running game. I don't, I don't think you want to depend everything on Sam Darnold. So I don't think they can get it rolling on the ground. Detroit's hot. Detroit's just flat out good. Like we all thought golf was going to go in with his baby hands last week in New York and totally get blown out. And I mean, they somehow find a way to get, to get it done. Right. So uh, I'm taking Detroit. I think they're, I think they're going to make the playoffs.
1: All right, Chop, you and I in lockstep so far. Cleveland uh, and Detroit, uh, two best bets on the board. Next game, Cincinnati coming off that crazy come-from-behind win in Tampa Bay, taking on the Patriots in another crazy ending. I, I don't know how – I don't know what the Patriots were thinking on that one, but uh, they end up losing in Vegas. I don't know if you guys have seen that video, <laughs> this lady going nuts and talking shit to this guy, and the guy didn't even flinch. Like, just craziness out there in Vegas, but – uh, this one, no crazy weather here. Going to be cold, of course. Uh, winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. So nothing, uh, nothing too obnoxious compared with the other games. Uh, we have Cincy sitting at three-point favorites here at BetMGM. MGM. That has stayed steady. A total at 41. That also hasn't moved. So, uh, Chop, New England looking to bounce back here. I know we've kind of said they've been overrated all season long. Cincinnati playing some good football. This one feels like last week. Cincinnati got it done. The line feels a little bit lower than you would think here. So, you're jumping in on this one, you're staying away. What do you got, Bengals, Patriots?
3: So, I'm going to bring up the season long again because I got to get it out of my system.
1: Hey, man, this is our platform. We I, do was whatever facing, all we
3: want. I was facing Joe Burrow. Like, let's be, I lost Jay, Jay Taylor quick. I still only lost by 10 points, right? And so, going into halftime, Bengals, Bucks burrow sitting on like 60 yards and no touchdowns i'm like oh man this is looking good at this point i'm looking good like i'm starting to look good i don't know man the bingo uh the bucks came out the second half and set this dude up inside like the 30 yard line every single like the first five possessions and let him get four touchdowns in the second half and he didn't even have to get that last that last one was just rubbing it in my face man like (laughs) just all you got to do is hand the ball off and milk the clock and it's over with so Uh, yeah the Bengals are playing about as well as anybody in the NFL I think right now so I'm certainly I don't know if I want to take them on the road here mine is more than a field goal so I'm gonna abstain from a best bet but I do lean the Bengals just because they're playing as, as good as anybody if the playoff started right now I've always said Buffalo was my number one team in the AFC Kansas City's right at their heels but Cincinnati might be the best team man if it started if it started today.
1: Yeah, I mean, to, to defending AFC champs. So we, we got to give them the, their props here. I would lean Cincy as well. Again, it makes me a little nervous. This line a little bit lower than, than you think it would be here uh, with New England. But, uh, No, maybe you got stronger thoughts here. What are you doing here, Bengals Patriots?
2: Well, last week was a great week for the revenge game, uh, Truthers. I mean, Chandler Jones catches a lateral, stiffs arms Mac Jones sure. and runs it in to win the game. Uh, the whole place at the live final just went nuts. Um... Yeah, that was uh that was pretty awesome. But I'm with you guys. I think since he's a better team, I think that uh, loss last week is going to cost the Patriots a playoff spot, and uh, not locking them in. But I do lean Cincy.
1: Did that swing anything huge as far as the standings go? That play?
2: No, not really. I'm sure it swung some money, um, oh, yeah. you know, down in the middle, but uh, the top was pretty much set uh, with like a quarter to go.
1: All right, Bills, Bears up next. Uh, Buffalo open as 10-point favorites. That's down to 8.5 here total at 40.5. This is another uh, ugly one here. Looks like sustained winds uh, 20 to 25 gusts to 35. Blowing snow, so no falling precipitation, but the snow on the ground. Temps around 10 degrees. Real field temps around negative 10 degrees. So, Not quite as windy as Cleveland, but going to be ugly here uh, in Chicago. So I am locking in a best bet here, but I'm going to toss it to Noto here. Uh, Buffalo, tough spot here on the road with the weather. Clearly the much better team here. But we did see Chicago battle with Philadelphia last week, Can they do it again here with a very good Buffalo team.
2: Yeah, interested to hear your best bet. I don't have a strong take on this game, but I will note that the Bills – They've been in one-score games in six of the last seven, so they just haven't been running away from teams. We know Justin Fields, you know, he's a tough matchup for pretty much anyone. He's kind of a unique matchup in that part that uh, if they get down, he can easily bring him back, and they can keep the game competitive too. So I would lean Chicago, but uh, interested to hear your take.
1: I'm locking in the damn Bears. Now let's think go. This, this weather is, is perfect for them. It, it's going to limit – the explosive plays that Buffalo can make through the air. Now, Buffalo can still get it done on the ground, no doubt, between Singletary Cook, Josh Allen, but he is dealing with that elbow injury as well. Justin Field's going to be able to run around. Montgomery has looked okay the last couple weeks, and you mentioned Buffalo finds themselves in a lot of close games. This Bears team, record looks bad. They're playing some competitive football right now. To me, it's too many points over a touchdown. I'm locking in the Bears, uh, best bet number three. Chop. Buffalo, Chicago, Snowy, Soldier Field, what do you got?
3: I'm not locking in the Bears, but I definitely lean towards the Bears. That's just a ton of points for a game that's going to have limited points in the first place, like you said. So I'm sitting there watching the pregame on Buffalo last week, and everybody was talking about snow and cold and, you know, what what are we going to do with it? And you're watching the pregame, and it's fine. Like, I'm going to play Josh Allen. I'm going to play these guys. It's not a big deal. But now – when you start to deal with temperatures that are below zero, it changes the game. So I just there's going to be limited points, like you say, limited big plays. I actually probably trust in a game in in a game like this. I probably trust Fields more to get out there and take the abuse and to run and and to plow through people more than I do Josh Allen, and he's good at it. But Fields is like a total workhorse, man. Like he's tough, so. I think there's an advantage here for the Bears. I'm going to lean towards Bears here.
1: All right, moving on. Houston and Tennessee up next. Houston almost pulled it off there against Kansas City. A very competitive game there. Uh, Titans coming back home here. This is always a Derrick Henry smash spot. We've talked about this before. This guy has absolutely dominated uh, this Houston team. 200-yard games left and right, multiple touchdowns, seemingly every time they match up. Now, a lot of line movement here, though. Opened up Tennessee, minus 8.5. That has come all the way down to Tennessee, minus 4.5 in this spot. Total at 36 here, Chop. So this is not a, a weather game. It's going to be cold in Tennessee, colder than they're used to. Temps in the 20s. But low total here, 36. What, what are we doing here? Derek Henry go nuts, or does Houston uh, stay competitive once again?
3: Hmm, it's a good question. First of all, Houston props, man. You know, everybody got on Dallas for playing them close, and then they come back the next week, and they take Kansas City to overtime. So, they're playing really good. Uh, with that being said, I think Tennessee – I would I would lock them – I definitely lean Tennessee. I'm not going to lock them in because Tannehill's not going to play this week, right? So, it's yeah. going to be Malik Willis. So, he just looks terrible, He and he probably hurts Derrick Henry so much because – they, they don't have to worry about any passes now. It's going to be all like eight, nine guys in the box. So he hurts Henry, but I think Henry's still fine. Still probably gets there somehow. I just can't lock in Tennessee with Malik Willis at quarterback, but I heavily lean towards Tennessee here.
1: I do as well. Despite the line movement here, to me, it just gives us a more playable number. Eight and a half. You know, I'm, I'm probably on the Houston side, but four, four and a half. I would lean Tennessee here as well. Not a best bet for me, but. Uh, two for two on the Titans here, Nota. What do you got here, Texans-Titans?
2: My friends, open up your BetMGM app and lock in the Titans minus four. Go. I could be the quarterback of this team, and we win by more than four points. I mean, Derrick Henry, last four games, you mentioned it. Um, he's had nearly 1,000 yards from scrimmage in four games against the Texans and uh, nine touchdowns during that stretch, so – uh, I don't care if they stack the box. They're not going to be able to stop the run. Give me all the Titans, and uh, yeah, lock it in is my third best bet.
1: All right, Titans on the board for Notorious Seattle, Kansas City up next. Uh, open Kansas City, nine-and-a-half point favorites. That's gone to double digits now, sitting at 10. A uh, big total here at 49. Seattle side, Tyler Lockett likely done for the year. Kenneth Walker also dealing uh, with an injury here, so I have a best bet ready for you. But, Noto, I'm going to throw it to you here. Big spread here. Uh, Seattle, very surprising team. Kansas City, we know. uh, They are a powerhouse surviving uh, last week in Houston. So, big number here, Noto. Big total. What are you doing, Seattle, Kansas City?
2: Feels like a good get-right spot for Patrick Mahomes and the offense playing at home. But uh, 10 points is a lot. Um, I actually like the under. We've seen a lot of unders hit in Kansas City over the last few years and uh, I don't think is going to be able to do too much in this one, so I would lean towards the under.
1: I'm locking in Seattle here. Now, this is the one I feel the least confident of my five best bets. I, I'm going to I'm going to be honest with you here, but it just feels like a lot of points here. Again, lock it at a big, big miss, no doubt. If Walker's out, it, it probably hurts this bet. Maybe we get an even better number here, but the Chiefs, like you talked about with Buffalo, Noto, not, not really blowing a lot of teams out. They, they have a couple blowouts for sure, but – they find themselves in a lot of competitive games here and Seattle has been competitive. So 10 just feels like too big of a number here. If it's eight, I'm staying away. I'm locking in Seattle, double digit points here. Chop. Am I crazy? you joining me. What are you doing here? Seattle, Kansas city.
3: Yeah, it's just a lot of points. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling real good about either side here. I could see it going either way. So uh, 10 is just a big number. I'm not going to, I do think like it's a huge, a huge loss for Seattle, but, nothing they can't make up. I mean, the 48 and a half here. Goodness. Great. This is like dream stuff on this slate, man. Yep. You know, you know, you're going to get some off. Hey, this might be the most offensive game of the day. So on the slate, so feel good about that. But yeah, I'm kind of like on the fence here. So I'm not going to give a, give a lean.
1: All right, let's go to the battle of the birds up next. The Falcons, our Falcons, my Falcons somehow got me the cover last week. It was looking ugly, but. Uh, ended up getting it done there uh, at the end in new orleans they hit the road again uh, in baltimore very big number on this one open up baltimore six and a half point favorites that's gone to eight uh, here at bet mgm another low total at 37 here chop so I'm, i'll put it out there i'm not betting the falcons this week i'm not going with them i'm not going against them i would lean atlanta here huntley makes me a little nervous this number feels a little inflated here but I'm gonna leave this one alone, chop. Leaning Falcons. What are you doing here, Atlanta, Baltimore?
3: I, I still think there's an outside chance that Lamar plays. I know he didn't practice today, but I still think there's an outside shot that he plays because he needs to and he knows he needs to. They're they're not very good with Tyler Huntley, so. Uh, but I'm so I'm I'm gonna lock in the Ravens. I think I think Lamar has a chance to play, even if he doesn't. What are the fal- like, Desmond Ritter? Whew, okay, good luck with that one. Yeah, it's rough. You thought (laughs) Mariotti, Mariotti, Mariota, whatever, same thing. Mariotti, you thought Mariotti was a bad quarterback passing the ball. Ritters might be worse. Falcons, when they're at their best, they're running the ball. Unfortunately for them, the Ravens, the strength is against the run. You're just not going to run like a ton against them. You can exploit their secondary. There's no chance. I see Ritter exploiting a secondary in the NFL no. right now. So I'm going to lock in the Ravens here. Best bet? Best bet.
1: All right, Baltimore on the board for Chop. Nodo, let's go to you here. Uh, big number here. Chop's confident in Baltimore. My lean is Atlanta. What are you doing here, Ravens, Falcons?
2: Yeah, I like Chop's take on the game quite a bit. Um, The Falcons certainly aren't doing Ritter any favors. I mean, first start on the road against New Orleans, against a pretty good defense, and now on the road against Baltimore has been one of the better defenses in the league the last you know eight weeks or so. So uh, I lean towards Baltimore, but uh, yeah, Huntley, he's been bad outside of that one game he had last year that kind of broke the, the DFS slate. But yeah, I'll still lean Baltimore.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he had me fooled. He's had a lot of people fooled, and uh, it just looked terrible. So that—that's mainly my my lean. If it's Lamar Jackson, I, I think Baltimore rolls here. If it's Huntley, I think Atlanta keeps this game close. So it wouldn't even shock me to see them win. But, Chops got Baltimore locked in, so that's the way we're gonna root here uh, with the Ravens. All right, afternoon slate here on Christmas Eve. Looks like a two-gamer: Washington, San Francisco. Up next, Niners' big favorites, as you'd expect, opened up six and a half. It's gone to seven. Total, again, very low at 38. No-no. So Washington, like you mentioned, uh probably at least should have went to overtime. Tough to say if they would have won the game or not, but that was a, a debacle there at the end but with McLaurin, the pass interference in the end zone. Now they hit the road. Now they're starting to question Taylor Heineke. Are we going to go back to Carson Wentz? I think they stick with Heineke from the sounds of it here this week. Niners playing some incredible football right now uh, with Brock Purdy at quarterback, just fits the system. Well, I mean, the kid looks poised, looks confident and uh, this is one of the better teams. I know chops a believer. I think they're the best team in the NFC uh, as well. So big number here. Noto, what are you doing? Washington, San Francisco.
2: Yeah. Seven games uh, in a row for the Niners. And during that stretch, they've allowed 11 points per game. Um, I really like, you know, Taylor Haneke. He's an easy guy to root for, but, Uh, Whether it's him or Carson Wentz, you know, I think this defense is going to have a lot of success. And I don't see anybody stopping the offense, even with, uh, you know, Purdy back there. So, yeah, lock me in to the Niners.
1: Lock? Best bet, lock? Yep, yep. All right, you got it. Niners on the board. Number four for Noto. I'm on the Niners. They were right on the fringe. Uh, I debated them in Seattle. Probably should have went with the Niners here. But uh, I'm with you. I, I think they just dominate defensively. Purdy does enough. I think San Francisco likely rolls in this one. Chop, your thoughts here, Washington, San Francisco.
3: Yeah, i lean, i lean the Niners. I'm not going to lock it in only because, you know, Washington coming off that game, they're going to rise up and and play their best game in a while this, this weekend. The 49ers have been winning so much that they're probably pretty complacent right now. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to best bet it, but I do lean the Niners and, uh, I'll, you know, I'll go out on the line I don't know if I said this last week, but Purdy, Purdy's better than Garoppolo for this team right now. He's just he better for him. So he even brings that small hint of threat with his legs that pushes him over the top, in my opinion. So, yeah, that's the best team in the NFC. I'll I, I lean Niners here.
1: All right, these next two teams might uh, have an argument there with you, chop. Philadelphia, Dallas, up next. Obviously, the huge story we're all waiting on. The status of Jalen Hurts, you know, initially it was he's not going to play. Sirianni came out, not going to rule him out, said he's built differently than we are. Hurts himself said day by day. Now, today was not spotted at practice, so we'll have to keep an eye on tomorrow will be the big day uh, with the game being on Saturday. So uh, spread has moved for sure. We're sitting at four and a half here uh, in favor of the Cowboys. uh, Opened up at one, total at 47. So. Chop this one tough to say. You know, we, we don't know if he's gonna play or not. Uh my season long teams damn sure hope that he plays, but it would make sense for them to give him a week off here. I think they could afford it, but uh let's try to to, to maneuver around this Jalen Hurts thing. What are you doing here? Eagles, Cowboys.
3: Yeah, he's not gonna play. And I'm not I'm not sure. There's 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 like three trains of thought for me in that it's everything's exactly like as being described and he really is questionable, but they're going to hold him out. There's the thought that this injury is a lot more serious than what they're leading on. And he could miss multiple weeks right now. And and that would be something. But, and then there's the third train of thought for me is they just don't want to show. This is going to be the second round matchup in the playoffs. And just not going to give away too much in this game because it's almost completely meaningless for the Eagles. They almost locked up every, they got, After this game, they've got like two cupcake matchups to lock up everything. All they got to do is win one game from here on out. So they're just not going to show you very much. They just don't, you know, they don't want to give anything away for that playoff meeting. So I understand it all, whatever happens there. With that being said, I'm going to lock in the Cowboys this week because I don't think Hurts plays. I don't think there's any motivation for the Eagles. I don't think they're going to show anything that could come back to haunt them in the playoffs. And the Cowboys do want to win this thing and and just kind of, I don't know, get get back on track, but I'll say this. Cowboys are still the third best team in the NFC, but they're a distant third now. People have to understand the defense isn't the same that it was a month ago. They've lost half their starting defensive backfield now to season-ending injuries. Leighton Vander is out now for multiple games probably. They lost their starting right tackle. Terrence Steele is on injured reserve now. He's done for the year. It's just not the same team. That it was a month ago. That was ah, the third best, and could definitely beat Philly in Philly. They, they don't have that in them now. So, but the, I think they lock it up this weekend and run away with this particular game.
1: All right, no, let's get to you again. Thoughts on Jalen Hurts? Does he play? It? Does he not play? It? I tend to lean with Chop. They don't really need him to play. Uh, why? Why risk further injury when you have Super Bowl aspirations? But uh, the line has certainly said he's not going to play. Chop's locking in the Cowboys here. I'm gonna stay away from this game. Uh, just not sure what, what with his situation. But uh, what are you doing here, Dallas, Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, I'd be really surprised if he ends up playing. I agree with everything Chop said, um, especially about their defense. When I mean, you give up three touchdowns to Zay Jones, something's uh, something's yeah, wrong with that defense. <laughs> um, but kidding aside, I think the Coach of the Year award could end up being decided this week. So, I mean, if the Eagles go on the road and beat Dallas without Hurts, I think uh, Siriana is pretty much a lock for it. And uh, if they lose and the Lions pull off the upset on the road, uh, Dan Campbell could be, uh, you know, the favorite at the end of the week. So um, if you like the Lions and, uh, you know, want to get some, some action, I don't mind the, the Dan Campbell at, at positive odds right now.
1: Who would have thought he would even be in the discussion uh, six, seven weeks ago. But uh, here we are, been a crazy 2022 NFL season. All right, last game, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve night. We get the Raiders and the Steelers, uh, another low total here. Uh, sitting at 39, I believe it is, 38 and a half here at MGM. Spread has moved. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up one-point favorites. That's up to two and a half. Uh, I have a best bet ready for this game for your Christmas Eve night. But, no, no, let's go to you, buddy. Raiders uh, coming off that crazy win here. Pittsburgh playing some decent football here, but a low total. What do you got? Las Vegas, Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, did you uh, say Pickett's going to play or not?
1: It's sounding like he's trending towards playing. That's the latest that I saw.
2: Okay, so uh, under that assumption, I will lean towards Pittsburgh. Their defense is playing really well. Uh, the Raiders coming off the huge emotional win, which uh, in a game they probably, you know, should have lost or at least gone to overtime. So I'll just lean towards the home team in this one. Pittsburgh's generally a, a pretty tough place to play, and uh, I really like their defense.
1: Yeah, this one, temperatures will be cold. Doesn't look like uh, any wind or precipitation, but we're talking uh, 10 degrees. Winds 10 to 15 uh, is not terrible. So I'm locking in the Steelers here. Uh, You lean that way, I'm locking them in. The home team in the cold. I think that defense can hold this Raiders offense down. uh, Very good against the run, so I think they can limit uh, what Josh Jacobs can do. I know Darren Waller's back, but uh, Pittsburgh playing with some confidence. they're going to be able to run the ball, do enough. Especially if Pickett's in there under a field goal. I'm locking in the Pittsburgh Steelers as my fourth best bet. Chop, what do you got here? Vegas, Pittsburgh.
3: I'm locking in the Pittsburgh Steelers also. Uh Kenny Pickett, like if he's probably gonna play. And uh he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's he's no, you know, no no the weather's no big deal for him. I just think, yeah, like everything, the narrative stuff here, man, where just cloud nine last week after the Raiders crazy victory you're just going to have a little bit of a letdown here and pittsburgh is still chasing however faint the hope is they still you know chasing a playoff spot they've clearly got the better coach here to to motivate your team into thinking you got a shot like i can just tell by body language the raiders like devontae adams throws up his hands sometimes he's just frustrated with a lot of everything that goes on you don't really see that with pittsburgh tomlin keeps them keeps them really in this thing, man, even though they're not a good team. So I'm going to lock in the Steelers, which I think, uh, I think, I think, I think they're going to blow this game out.
1: All right. Chop an eye on Pittsburgh as best bets. Let's move to Christmas day to open things up at one Eastern Green Bay and Miami Green Bay four opened up four and a half point underdogs here in Miami. Uh, that has come down to four, the total, a big one at 49 and a half here, Chop. So I'll I'll go first here. Green Bay's been good to me. They covered for us last week. I believe all three of us were on them against the Rams. Chop, I'm going back to the well here. I, I, I like Green Bay with the points here. The, their playoff life is on the line here. And this is more to do with Miami, who, who's come crashing back down to earth. They've only covered three of their last 11 games here. They've lost three games in a row. Now all tough games on the road. They're coming home. But the strength of this Green Bay defense, which there aren't many strengths, they're they're better against the pass. I know Mostert uh, has been solid here. We'll see the status of Jeff Wilson. But I think the defense does enough. I think the offense finds success here as well with Aaron Jones uh, and some of those receivers starting to get it going here. I like taking the points here in this game. I think it's going to be close. I think Green Bay goes down and gets the win, so I don't hate the money line either. But Green Bay, best bet number five for me, Chop. Agree? Disagree? What are you doing here? Green Bay, Miami.
3: I'm pretty neutral on that one I'm not gonna hate on that pick the Packers you know came off the bye week and they're looking a a little bit better there and so uh, I'm not and the Dolphins are struggling I I do worry about this game being in Miami and you kind of lose if this game was in Green Bay in in the cold weather oh man yeah I'm locking them in in Miami you kind of lose that edge a little bit and so uh I'm kind of neutral on it but I don't hate on. I don't hate on any. You're, you're getting more than a field goal here from a team that's struggling, and and you and you're kind of like you're starting. To, actually, you could you tell me you're the you're the Green Bay guy. Is that not the first time all year long they've had Lazard, Watson, and Dubs all health, and Cobb all healthy and playing at the same time? So that makes a difference. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it is. If not, it's been very limited snaps uh, with all those guys on the field together. So uh noto christmas day opens up packers miami what are we doing
2: you guys talked about your bad beats earlier so I, I have a story of my own so we talked about betting the adjusted line for the packers so i bet them 12 and a half a uh, pretty big bet and i also did a same, same game parlay with uh, aaron jones touchdown aj Dillon touchdown and then the 12 and a half oh. um and so at the end of the game fourth down and one from like the four or whatever so i was like okay kick the field goal Cover the 12 and a half. No, they go for it. They not only you know get the first down, but they get tripped up at like the one yard line uh, and then uh, nail the ball. So uh, I'm right there with you guys with these bad beats. But uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, Green Bay is looking good. They're probably you know out of the playoffs, but they're still not eliminated yet. So I think we're going to see a good fight out of them until that happens.
1: And Watson has a walk in touchdown. If he just looks, you know, they're, now they're talking about Rogers' signals and, you know, are they confusing? A bunch of guys have come out and said, yeah, we don't understand any of his signals. So, <laughs> but if he just turns, he, he walks in and, and you cut, that's, that's a brutal beat for sure. So, Christian Watson hurting, hurting more than one of us here uh, this week. All right. This one should be fun. Denver and the Rams. Uh, this is about when, when dinner is being served here. You might want to catch a nap uh, with this game. Denver, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, They opened up as one-point favorites, 38-and-a-half. Seems like a monster total here, Noto, compared uh, to some of the other ones. But, I mean, we're down to, to backup quarterbacks here. Half of these teams are on IR. I'm not touching this game, but what do you got here, Denver and the Rams?
2: Hey, if it's Baker under center, give me the Broncos. Pretty easy. Pretty easy uh, flow chart there. Um, I still think the, the Broncos defense is probably the best unit uh, in this game, even though they're not as strong as they were. Uh, the Rams, obviously, not as strong on defense either. But um, yeah, I'm not locking that in.
1: All right, Chop, uh, anything on this ugly uh, mid afternoon Christmas spectacular Denver in the Rams? I mean, how many, many beds bets do I have left?
3: Zero. But I've used them all
1: up. Shot all them bullets.
3: Golly. Yeah, I like the Broncos here. Uh, Rams are just terrible. Like, just really legitimately, it's over with for them this season. And, you know, they—they, they, I don't want to say they sold their soul for that Super Bowl, but it's looking a lot like it because Stafford's out there contemplating retirement. And if he goes, Aaron Donald's not that far behind. So they got their Super Bowl, but it, it's been costly for them. I definitely like the Broncos here.
1: It's funny, you know, living in the Detroit area last season, you know, it was the joke. They were the Detroit Rams. Everybody was cheering for Stafford and, and getting that Super Bowl. Now they own that Rams draft pick. So the, the hate on the Rams around here, I want them to lose uh, every single game. That pick's sitting at number four, I believe, right now. So Detroit Lions uh, rooting for a, yeah. a Rams loss. Number four.
3: And it's like they're going to get a free first rounder next year because Jamison Williams will finally be healthy. Yep. Oof, man. And Oof. their own
1: first-round pick, so they, yeah. I mean, they they add some defense. Look, you know, they can add like, a Will Anderson. Look out, they're they're mm. on the right track, mm. man. Uh Chop, would you like to reevaluate? You seem to really like Denver there, so I got him in the maybe pile here. Do you do you want to you want to reevaluate some of the previous picks or we'll
3: we'll address it at the we'll, end of the show. Right, we'll
1: look we'll look at the end. Let, let's finish up uh, the analysis here of these games. All right, Christmas night we get Tampa Bay. And Arizona, Colt McCoy now out as well. Trace McSorley, former Penn State quarterback, I believe, starting for the Arizona Cardinals. Tampa Bay, big favorites here. Uh, Line has moved significantly on this news, opened up as three-point favorites. They're now up to seven-and-a-half-point favorites, 40-and-a-half on the total here, Chop. So, Trace McSorley, we know. Not not great. I don't think he was even that great at Penn State, uh, now starting here against this Tampa defense. But, Tampa Bay, not exactly. we putting a ton of points on the board here. Big number, easy avoid for me in this one. Chop, what are you doing here, Tampa Bay and Arizona?
3: You know, if you're just looking at the lobby and you're and you're pulling up Saturday, 10 games, okay, that's nice. Oh, Sunday, Christmas Day, we got three games. All right. And then you flip to the schedule part of it. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you, NFL? You didn't do us any favors here. Broncos, Rams, and now this like to as your to night fair
1: these games on paper looked great <laughs> going into christmas day like man these they are some great they matchups need some, they
3: need some flex scheduling then because i did are the buccaneers going to be the first i don't even know are they going to be the first division winner under 500 ever because no
1: we had that year washington i want to say i think seattle did it one year there's been this, a couple of them
3: these guys are rough man but uh like you said mcsorley Wasn't that good at Penn State? He was okay. The things he could do at Penn State the best won't translate to the NFL. So, as Buccaneers, for one half, they looked great last week. Then, well, their offense kind of, like, let them down by – and their special teams by giving Cincinnati the ball inside the red zone so much. So, defense is still a strong unit for Tampa Bay. They'll shut this guy down. Tampa Bay will route him.
1: All right, Noto, Tampa, Arizona, our Christmas night spectacular here. Uh, again, I'm not touching this game. And how owned is Tua going to be on this three-game Sunday slate? I mean, look, look at our quarterbacks. Brady, I guess Brady will draw some ownership, but McSorley, Rippon, uh, whoever the hell the Rams are going to roll out there. So uh, this game, though, Tampa, big number. Noto, what are you doing here, Bucks Cardinals?
2: Yeah, this is tough. It looks like we should just lock in Tampa Bay, but man, they're three ten to one against the spread. I don't trust them to win a game, let alone win by eight points right now. So I'm gonna lean towards the home team. You know, Kingsbury, he's probably gonna be gone, but uh, he's fighting for his job. A lot of these guys, um, I think they're they're at least gonna show some heart. So I would take uh, Arizona side.
1: All right, let's move on Monday Night Football, Colts and Chargers uh, to wrap things up here for this week. We have a four and a half point spread uh, in favor of the Chargers. That's up from the three at open total in this one, sitting at 46. So big news here, Jonathan Taylor out for the year. Uh, Noto, we saw Zach Moss get about a million carries in that game, Deion Jackson. So uh, they'll likely be popular uh, on that Monday Night Football one-gamer, but A big game here for the Chargers on the road. What are we doing here to clean, to finish this off? Chargers, Colts.
2: Yeah. So if the, if the Chargers win this game, they're pretty much locked up a playoff spot. It goes to 99% uh, chances, which is pretty wild. So that means the Chargers are going to lose. That's just (laughs) what it means. Uh, We'd see this every single year. I don't understand. uh, Maybe this is the year that it's a little different. uh, And I'm kind of, I don't trust anybody on this Colts offense. So, yeah, I'll lock in the Chargers and
1: uh, know knowing full
2: well that this is a losing bet. Best bet? Yep.
1: All right, best bet number five on the Chargers. I lean that way, but, again, I'm with you. I'm always pessimistic about the Chargers. As soon as you're feeling good, they let you down. But, you know, on the road, Nick Foles, uh, the new starting quarterback here uh, for the Indianapolis Colts uh, as well. So, I lean the Chargers here as well. Chop finishes off here, Monday Night Football, L.A. and in Indy.
3: Yeah, I definitely lean in the Chargers here. They are uh, they're going to get into the playoffs, and I think they're going to be a dangerous team if they can just get healthy. So they're going to be tough out in that first round for somebody. I definitely definitely lean the Chargers here.
1: All right, let's recap uh, the best bets. We'll, we'll see if Chop wants to make an adjustment here and add Denver to the mix. Chop, I got you for Cleveland, Detroit, Baltimore, Dallas, and Pittsburgh. We like to make an adjustment
3: uh i do want to make an adjustment as much as i like baltimore
1: i knew that one was coming out
3: (laughs) let's get rid of ball i do like a heavy lean towards baltimore but let's get rid of that one because the broncos i gotta go broncos here like we're getting less than a field goal the rams are just totally completely washed and out of it this year and Denver, like like notorious said still has the best unit in this game which is their defense and uh i don't mind whoever's under quarterback uh, getting it to the receivers in this game. So I'm going to go Broncos instead of Baltimore. It's All right. Bad.
1: Cleveland, Detroit, Denver, Dallas, Pittsburgh this week for CHOP. Noto's got Minnesota, Cleveland, Tennessee, San Francisco, and the L.A. Chargers. I'm rolling with Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Green Bay. So Cleveland across the board for us, a couple of us on Detroit, couple of us on Pittsburgh here as some uh, consensus best bets all right let's talk a little christmas it's christmas week so chop big plans for christmas or is everything set? you got everything you need for the kids or the wife uh how, how what's the christmas
0: outlook here
3: yeah we know what we're gonna do what we typically do thanksgiving is everybody come over here and you eat over here but christmas we know we're gonna be doing house to house stuff so we're ready for it and uh you know you know how it goes like All I got to do my only focus for Christmas shopping is just get my wife something. That's all I like. She's going to do the kids, every single member of the family. She's going to do it all. All I got to do is focus on her. What can I get? Like, you know, so just don't mess that one up, guys. If you cannot mess that one up, you'll be all right. Don't worry about anything else.
1: I'm in the same boat. I, I got 50 Amazon boxes on my porch. I'm just the can you carry this shit around, guy? Can you bring this stuff to the basement? Can you hide it? Can you? Can you bring it all up, yada yada? But it's great, you, you got it. You got to nail the, the the gift for the wife. So feeling good about the gift this year. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like you. We bounce around. We host Thanksgiving. We hit the road. We go do breakfast here. We you know we go to a couple different places. So nice to have some NFL. It will have NBA. No, it'll have us all ready for that. On Christmas Day as well, but should be a fun sports weekend. We got everything going on, so I'm I'm excited. We got the snow coming too, could do without that. But a white Christmas here, Chop's got the snow already there behind him in in Texas. So, (laughs) noto Christmas plans, buddy. What do we got going on?
2: Yeah, my responsibilities uh, have flipped. You know, single noto, don't have to worry about the wife anymore. Now I have to buy presents for everybody. I used to just sit back and, uh, you know, she would buy the presents for the parents and the sisters. How's that going? Ah oh, man, uh, a lot of gift cards. I'm uh, not going to lie. Um, you know, some Omaha steaks, send those out to all a right. couple of people. Um, but yeah, still got some work to do on the Santa, Santa side of things. So uh, still doing that. I got a really sick kid right now, which is never fun. Um, seems like the time of year when, you know, it just goes through the house. So other than that, I'm excited for it. Definitely excited for the weekend. It's going to be busy content wise, but um, it'll be worth it once we get it all up.
1: Yeah, that, those illnesses. I don't know about you guys, but my kids' schools are decimated. They're they're trying, they're begging to stay home. Yeah, there's so many people sick. I want to stay home. Like I've I've debated it. We don't we don't need that going around. So hopefully the little man is feeling better. I uh, hope everybody, uh, you guys especially, have a great Christmas. Uh, everybody out there, Merry Christmas to you. Good luck here on this week sixteen slate uh, with your bets uh, and with your DFS for Notorious for Head chopper, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Do us a favor, click that thumbs up button. If you haven't already on YouTube, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. So, you know, all the, all the listeners out there, we, we want to hear from you, and we appreciate uh, your feedback and your support. Best of luck. Merry Christmas from the DFS OGs. We are out. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up at BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS, and your first wager is risk-free, up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. one 800 270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.